All right, welcome back to the show. It's me, Hugh, and Lalo is my co-host today on a Wednesday, and we are actually very happy to have sitting in the chair here Shannon Skinner, who um, it's been a while since I've seen you, Shannon, and I know you used to do some stuff with us here at that channel, and uh, it's just great to get you back in the chair, find out what's new, and you're looking great, and uh, this is awesome. So, Thank you. Well, you know, I'm thrilled to be here, uh, very grateful, and of course, I got my start uh, in broadcast, thanks to you and that channel, September 10th, 2011, I launched wow. Extraordinary Women TV in this building, not in this exact studio. Yeah, because we moved. We were a few times. A couple floors <laughs> down, I think. <laughs> yes, yeah. but uh, yeah, and so I am so grateful to have this opportunity to come and see you again, and you're looking good, and it's great to be here and see what you're doing, and... Yeah. Great that you're continuing. Yeah, great. Thank you. So, um, but uh, you're continuing as well, and um, I know you've done lots of shows. You had uh, you had a show on Rogers, uh, 52 episodes. Yeah, that's right. Produced 52 episodes of Extraordinary Women TV for, for Rogers TV, and uh, uh, oh God, I think we've got over 300 webisodes, yeah. uh, interviews uh, on at online. At least 300 great people that you've had conversations with right? yeah 300 extraordinary are they all women they're they're all women all women okay all so women, this yes. is it's the hangover from international women's day today it's our special <laughs> is it the hangover yeah well, it is. donna was just saying you know there's like you know we got all women walking around talking and stuff like that and no men but we got the crew of guys and david garrett's coming on the show a little bit later so well, I have to tell you, I did uh, give a, a keynote th this weekend uh, for International Women's Day uh, at an event, an awards ceremony, Dancing Damsels Awards ceremony, uh, with Hazel McCallion, the former oh, yeah. mayor of uh, Mississauga, 95 years old, still rocking the stage. She got up, uh, and she really, really gave it uh, more than I think a lot of people could at 95. She's my hero. Yeah. 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 She's, uh, it's hard to believe she's not mayor anymore. <laughs> and she's the thing about Hazel. She never ages. She's always been ninety-five. Wow. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. No, I first remember Hazel when. Uh, do you remember the big uh, train accident, in Mississauga? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Right. That was uh, what, late seventies, early eighties, and uh, you don't remember. But they evacuated two hundred fifty thousand people because it was a toxic train yeah. accident, and Whoa. Hazel was like managing the whole thing right she was mayor even back then and she was like i mean i was i was just a kid then so she seemed uh, like quite senior and uh you know what i mean she's hazel she's always been hazel and she'll always be hazel that's really nice I, I mean i'm from bc so we didn't yeah. you know i don't have a lot of nostalgia around hazel but my mom's name is hazel ah great connection yeah. and you know what my <laughs> eyes are hazel oh so are mine see Brilliant. Yeah. So, now, what did you talk about with uh, Hazel at the... Um... Well, she she was a recipient of an award, and I was the keynote. Uh, there were a number of award winners, um, women uh, who have achieved uh, amazing accomplishments. So I gave a, a keynote, and it was really about follow your heart. It's a topic. And, in fact, it's my theme... Uh, it's the theme of my life. It is the very thing I'm doing is following my heart and creating change in the world. Hmm. That authenticity, right, keeps coming up. Well, this is what we are all trying to do. I know that mm. you're doing that. You just said it. I know that's what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. I know that that's what you do, Lalo. 
and in fact I think everybody here at that channel and even that's what John Burling Hardy talks about people who are really just trying to do things on their own but Shannon I think we all know it's not that easy sometimes right it's like uh, it's uh, you know sometimes you think sometimes you have a day where you go you know I just wish I could get a job and I'll do whatever they want just give me a paycheck at the end of the week and I don't have to worry about all this stuff all the time oh it's it's actually not easy and in fact I would even go as far to say it's the most difficult thing I've ever done uh, it is it's not Following your heart is not for the faint of heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whether you're following your heart uh, as a passion is a career or whether it is in a relationship and you're opening up your heart, it's, it's not easy. It is, it's really has been the most difficult thing. It's challenging and um, sometimes, uh, you know, the outside world is really truly against you. Mm -hmm. You know, the outside voices are louder than the inside voice. But... If you quiet that down and you listen to what's going on in here mm -hmm. and you start to believe in yourself and, and, and you make a commitment to say, yes, whatever my heart is saying, I'm going to follow it. Um, and it, in the end, there's a reward. And in fact, the journey itself is a reward. So in a way, you... you you cannot go wrong by following your heart, but, but it really it is not easy at all. It could be. I, I'm just thinking about some people that I know who are following their heart in terms of their business even. But I can see now, I'm, I'm kind of the same way, and I've been doing this for a long time, you know, and I've made a lot of mistakes. And I, sometimes now I can see someone else, and I can see the mistakes that they're making, in part because they were the same mistakes I made, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm just going, sometimes that, that decision to follow your, your heart means that you're going to go through a process of learning the hard way <laughs> in a lot of cases, right? Learning the hard way and really and truly, if you want to look at the mistakes, um, they're not really mistakes. If you want to look at it from a mystical standpoint, uh, everything is, um, has a purpose. We're here for a purpose. Um, and then therefore, how can it really truly be a mistake? We're learning along the way. I can look back and say I've made a whole bunch of mistakes. Yeah. Um, usually down the road, you'll look back and you'll say, thank God that happened because that led me to this person or that led me to this opportunity uh, and what have you. So I think trusting the process is very difficult to do. Yeah, and I recognize that. And I would never want to just say to somebody, ah, yeah, follow your heart. You know, just go for it. It's, uh, there's yeah. nothing to it. Uh, but that's not true. There's a lot to it. But then if you, if you are authentic and you follow your heart, then it's really your accomplishment at the end. So that's how I look at it. So um, I want to follow my heart, and I also want to be a successful entrepreneur, and I also want to be a successful businesswoman. And if I... I like the saying, be yourself, everything else is taken. And then and as I, re, as I stick with that one, then I know that at the end of the day, it will be my accomplishment, or at the end of following my heart, then the whole thing will be tied, and I'll get so much more satisfaction out of it, instead of, say, putting forward something about myself that's false, although right. it's very difficult to have the confidence. Well, here, this is, this is where I think... Um, if you want to be authentic, live an authentic life, 
um, according to your own values, sometimes what we need to do is get advice. Sometimes we need to tune in to some inspiration and motivation. Maybe we need to pick up some books. Sometimes we have to take courses. Maybe it's calling someone and getting, um, you know, maybe it's a mentor or a champion of some sort. Um, it doesn't work in isolation or in a vacuum. And so, you know, there's a whole sorts of motivational, inspirational videos online. So that's what all these other people are for that are around me. Yeah, that's right. Just tap into it. Now, you know, you can listen to advice and not take it. And that's perfectly... That's what I do all the time. That's <laughs> <laughs> a lie. I'm really tired of... No, I'm not going to say what I'm tired of. Let's get to work through the negative things and the positive things. You can't always keep a positive attitude and always exactly. put the negative. I like I, results, not advice. You know what I'm saying? I want both. Okay. Now, Shannon, okay, so I know the, you're not doing uh, a TV show at the moment, but you're mm -hmm. continuing to do, well, you just mentioned the uh, inspirational speaking, and uh, I know that you're continuing your work. You've got a radio show. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I, I this year launched a radio show called Shannon Skinner Live on Voice America Women. Um, you can um, find a, a link through my website at shannonskinner.com for some of the, uh, the past episodes. Um, similar, you know, people's journeys uh, and advice on how, you know, to help us so are you follow our hearts. Are you interviewing people on that show as well? I have been, yes. Yeah. Now, we, um, my speaking has really, um, really geared up, so we've just kind of put that just uh, on pause for the moment. With the radio? Yeah, just okay. for the moment. And if people want to get a hold of you to, for a speaking engagement, they want to be inspired by you or they want to hear more about how you got to where you are, can they also do that just by contacting you on the website? Yeah, that's right. Through my, my website, there's my email address, Shannon at ShannonSkinner.com. They can tweet to me, Shannon underscore Skinner. Um, yeah, and excellent. Like, who would be the perfect, like, who should want to get you to come and speak to them? I'm just trying to get a sense of, like, Women's organizations. Companies that uh, are interested in engaging and motivating their staff. Not Entrem necessarily entrepreneurial women. Meetup, not maybe? necessarily Sorry. women. Yeah. No, no, not necessarily women. Um, but for sure, women's organizations and uh, and, and companies that have um, that are that are really wanting to be progressive and to inspire their staff to be more productive and self-motivating. You know, and uh, I was—I just saw something on TV the other day. Something to the effect of like 60% of university graduates now are women in Canada, right? 60%. Watch yeah. out, guys. And and yet, uh, they were contrasting that with the fact that women's salaries and women's uh, the percentage that they take up in executive roles in business and that sort of thing is the salaries are, are not keeping up. They're not Compared reflecting. To men. They're not even reflecting the fact that more women than men are graduating from university. That's so I wanted right. to ask you because I know you're very you're there in that you know women's issues. What what are the big issues with women? What's going on now? What are some of the new challenges in, that women are facing today that need to be addressed and and that sort of thing? Well, I think 
the, the challenges are, some of them are still age old. Um, sexism is an age old challenge. Uh, but for women, especially wanting to, to carve out successful careers and have a family at the same time, still is a challenge. And we're seeing, we're seeing companies that are coming up with, with really progressive ways to address that. Uh, women who have um, partners who are, are helping them out. Um, women who have, um, you know, a, a certain amount of wealth that can hire nannies and whatnot help the, uh, can help them. But I think that this is one area that is very difficult for women to have a, a successful business and have a successful career and have a family too. And that is something that is real, really real. Because the women have to end up doing everything, right? Even a lot of times these days, they're the ones who have the paid employment. They're the ones that come home. They're the ones that have to cook, look after no, the I hear kids, that, that channel. Kind of stuff. Hugh actually does the dishes here. Actually, yes. I do them better than he, anyone. Well, you know, I, I think that depends on, on individual relationships. But I, that is not, um, and there's not an, an easy answer for that. And uh, it's something that they'll that will be continuing to to be, you know, a challenge. I think for you know, time. I think one of the reasons is that because, uh, in a sense, the business world w was largely created by men. It's a it's a it's a, yeah, it's a, it is a true. male institution, right? The company, the way at least the way we do companies, the way we do business or have been doing business up until now. Mm -hmm. So women aren't necessarily a natural fit into that because it's like taking a round peg and putting it in a square hole. I think women need to create a new kind of institution. Well, I they think are we just beginning need to integrate. To, yeah, and what I am seeing is women around the world are beginning to do business differently because they are saying we, we're not men. We don't do business like men. Mm -hmm. Let's understand this. Let's figure out a way so that we can be successful and do business in a different way. And I am starting to see that um, quite a bit, actually. And yeah. how is that? What is that different way? Collab collaborating. We're seeing more women bringing their kids to work. Uh, pets too. I have a dog. He goes to work. You know. You should have brought me. your dog here today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I thought about it. <laughs> I want to love that. He we'll get you back with Laura Nashman. She's going to bring Mr. Ito in, who's just written a book. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do a guest and their dog show. Yeah, dog That'll be show. Fun. I love animals. <laughs> yeah, so do I. But I think that women can be encouraged. If you know, for all of the men who are managers or running businesses and have female employees. If we're allowed to bring our feminine culture into the office place, and that can be as simple as, as flowers and, and sort of feminizing a little bit that really male um, feel and look and even process. And I think women are going to uh, also prove that our methods work really well with the male methods, and we don't need to have one or the other. We can all work together as long as we give women like 100% freedom to run everything. Yeah, Isn't well, that right? Well, oh, wait a minute. That last part was a little... No, I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> women domination? No, well, we've been, no. You know, just some fairness. Women, I've been waiting for them to take over for quite a while now. I'm good with <laughs> that, right? You know, probably won't have like as many wars and stuff, right? Um, 
You know, we talk about, uh, people talk about we're transitioning, like the age is actually transitioning from the, uh, you know, remember that old song? The age of Aquarius, the age right? Of, that's right. So from the Pisces age, <laughs> which was a male-dominated age, to the Aquarian, which is supposedly female-dominated. I don't know how that works. But, I mean, you could argue that the feminist movement and all that um, is evidence of that transition. What, where do you think we'll be in 20, 30 years in terms of the relationship between the sexes or the position of women? I think we will be in a situation where we'll, we'll, we'll have more equality. I mean, our laws will, are going to make that happen. We have a prime minister who calls himself a feminist, who is advocating, championing for, for women and making change. And that's, that's really, I mean, it's progressive. So that, that's encouraging, and it's encouraging on the world stage. So we will see that, but uh, you know, if I look into my crystal ball, <laughs> I might come up with something else here. <laughs> well, uh, we'd love to hear it, but maybe we'll have to get you back and um, and and see where that might take us. But um, I'd love to talk to you again. Lots you know, of I, more things. If I'd I like may just add, yeah. um, I have been traveling, and I was just in India. In northeast India, and there's a, an area in Shillong, uh, Magalia, northeast India, uh, which is one of the has one of the longest um, surviving matrilineal uh, cultures in the world, where women um, uh, have more power than men. They run the businesses, wealth runs down, and real, and uh, property runs from the mother to the daughter. The men move into the home with the women. It makes sense. Yeah, it's it's and it was interesting to experience that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, what 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 stood out about that? That's uh, harmony. Really? Yeah, I mean, I for the little short period of time that I was there, yeah, uh, there seemed to be harmony. I went to a, an archery range where the men came out and they were they were shooting bask like wicker baskets. Uh, it was gambling actually, but the women were running the place. And there seems to be in my research of it, there seems to be a a harmony. Now, men are starting to experience the same thing there that women have been experiencing for centuries in uh, male-dominated societies where there's, they're feeling disempowered. Interesting. And they're wanting to shift that. So That's the key is no matter what, it's not really about um, having a one sex dominant over the other no. or one gender dominant over the other. This is no. really about um, when, when there is equality, there is harmony. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes easier to articulate that as an ideal than to actually see it manifest in the real world on a day-to-day -day level. But uh, I don't know. I think women just need to do things men do. Men need to do things women do, and this needs to just be encouraged and accepted until we have that equality, so that <clears throat> the man can come and take the baby from me and handle that situation, and I can take the electric thingy, the electric doodad thingy, thingy. And then I could uh, use that without causing a major disaster or breaking any <clears throat> tables or anything. Yeah. Well, with any luck, that will happen one day. Yeah. Well, Shannon, this has been great. Now, um, of course, your website's shannonskinner.com. Yes, and, it is. And who, who would you like to get in touch with you? Um, obviously, people that uh, are looking to have you as a speaker. But anybody else you're looking to speak with these days? Hey, uh, <laughs> Justin Trudeau. <laughs> yeah, I think he's looking pretty. 
<clears throat> nice. He seems like a <clears throat> he's, uh, level-headed guy. Yeah, he's level-headed. No, I just let you know, just for people to know I am available to, to speak, and uh, I'd be happy to, to chat with them. Okay, maybe, sure. And uh, now, of course, people can, through your website, they can access all your old episodes and all the great interviews you've done. That's right. So Extraordinary Women TV, while we are on hiatus from production at the moment, all the interviews are still on the website, so that's uh, ExtraordinaryWomenTV.com. And um, you can find, uh, there's a big library there. And uh, through ShannonSkinner.com, all the information about my speaking, about my book, um, The Whispering Heart, Your Inner Guide to Creativity. Uh, my travel blog is there as well, so uh, they can follow my travels. Um, and my, my new Facebook page, Shannon Skinner. Excellent. Is, uh, and maybe you'll do some travels. mentoring at some point too, right? For, I could for do women. some mentoring. I would love to do some mentoring. That would be great. Or women touring. Women touring women, yeah. You know what I'm woman touring. Shannon, this has been great. Been great. Great to see you again. Great to show you the Likewise. new facilities here. Yeah. And, uh, Congratulations. And thanks. And, Very inspiring. Uh, all the best to you, and hope to get you back soon and we can carry on this conversation. Thank you. Appreciate the time. Good luck. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Excellent. Okay. We're going to take a little break. We got lots more coming up. David Garrett, I believe, is up next. And then we got Val Shearman is in the house. All right. We're going to have some music live music later, later on thatchannel.com. Huge savings on new and previously leased furnishings. That's right, huge savings. At Court Furniture Clearance Center, choose from our wide variety of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. You'll find sofas from $199.99 and more. Everything in our 9,000 square foot showroom is Court certified, guaranteed, and in stock. Ready for delivery or to take home today. Visit our Chandelier Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off.